Well, howdy, folks. My name is Shark Johnson, a.k.a. Joel, and you are tuning in to Rad Dad Redemption, a.k.a. Rad Dad Radio. I'm here with my good friend and forever brother. My name's John Michelle. How y'all doing today? Welcome to Rad Dad Redemption, where a dad can be rad and redemption can be had. <laughs> I, Joel, I may have just made up our fucking slogan, buddy. <laughs> where the rad can be had. And what, what'd you say? And the redemption can be rad. And, and redemption can be had. Uh, yeah. yeah, Rad Dad Redemption, episode one, pilot episode. Yeah, it is our very first episode. And, you know, we're hoping to cover on this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about Red Dead as a franchise. We're going to go into the game, um, kind of the story mission. Let's get right into it. Um, so what what experience have you had with Red Dead leading up to this game? Well... It's a long road. Um, the game launched October 26th uh, this year. We've had it. We've had the campaign for about a month now. Uh, we're recording this November 29th uh, in the in the wee hours. It's just barely. So what was it? 12 12 a.m. We're doing a, an early morning podcast. You you might say. Um, it's man for me. It was one of those things that as soon as they talked about it at, I can't remember what E3 they dropped it at. It was probably a couple of years ago. Um, the the hype is real. I mean, basically, it was months and months of trying to not think about this game launching. Uh, Rockstar, in my, in my opinion, and I've said this before to you and on on podcast right now that you know this game. Or I'm sorry, Rockstar, the, the the developer, the publisher, they set the bar, they set the standard for all these other games, right? So every other open world action adventure game, or however you want to categorize it, um, Rockstar, in my opinion, they release a game, and then for the next two, three years, four years, every other developer tries to get close to what Rockstar has done, and then they do, and then Rockstar releases another game, and then every other developer again starts that cycle again, where they they try to catch up and do what Rockstar has done. As far as uh, you know, Red Dead specifically goes. As soon as I launched that thing, as soon as I launched that game up, I could not believe the level of detail, the quality of story, the development of character, and. As you yep. mentioned at the head of the podcast, I'm only 24, uh, 24% in or something like that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I I love it. I, play, I played the original Red Dead Revolution on the, uh, the OG Xbox, the very first Xbox. And uh, it kind of was like a, I don't know if you remember, there was an old PC game called Mad Dog McCree. Mad Dog McCree. Um, Kind of a, I do remember that game. Yeah, it's kind of a gallery shooter, and it basically was like the next level up from there. All the characters were super, um, like Wild West archetypes. You had like the Native American dude was literally like you know if like, you asked a kid back in the <laughs> '80s to draw a Native American, it looked just like 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 kind of like Chief Wahoo, <laughs> kind of from the, the Cleveland Indians. And then there yeah. was this, one of my favorite characters was no. Uh, so it's it's Rad Dad Redemption. You know, I'm a dad. You're a dad. Yeah. Uh, you know, we 
like around the house because of that game, I still say to my children, you you know, guys, quiet down in here. You're scaring the chickens. You're scaring Remember there was the that chickens. character in that game yeah. that he you're scaring. Yeah. Yeah, you're scaring the chickens. And then and then my the daughters, they're like, you know, we don't have any chickens. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, and you could play as multiple characters, and one of them was um, Buffalo Soldier, who was this uh, escape uh, underground railroad slave character who um, joined the Union Army so he could go back to the South and get redemption <laughs> with the folks that, you know, kept him as a slave. It, it, I thought it was pretty good, and yeah. if anyone can, I don't know if, I guess how you would play that now, but it would definitely be worth six bucks at a GameStop if you see that game. Um, and then, of course, you know, we, I think a lot of us who bought Red Dead 2 played the very first Red Dead Redemption with, uh, with good old John Marston there. And uh, that really, for the longest time, has been my favorite video game. Um, and I don't really know how to place it, well, what it is. Well, you know? I was a little late to the original Red Dead Redemption, but. I saw a bunch of friends playing it. And it was like as soon as I, I saw you know the experience, uh, it was a it was a no brainer. It's like oh this is like like a, ne- a next level game, um, yeah. and then I think it's I, I don't think we can intro um, Red Dead Redemption two without talking about Grand Theft Auto five and how much time right on you know yeah. the Kakfu committee has spent playing that game. Oh my god, yeah, five years now. Uh, 2013 is when that game came out, and uh, I, I, you know, I played through Grand Theft Autos, but I never. This definitely took it to a whole nother level for me. Just being able to play as the three different characters and Trevor and Michael and um, oh gosh, uh, what was the other feller's name? Theobald, the, Theo, no, T- Ted, Theobald, <laughs> Trevor, uh, Michael, who was it? We should know this. <laughs> we should know this. Anybody in Mixer can help us out. Uh, I think it was Theobald. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was definitely Theobald. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out. But um, just to see uh, what what they've learned from that game and then putting it into Red Dead 2, holy moly. Um, it's been... Michael. Uh, <laughs> Michael Trevor. Um, it's Michael. Michael... Franklin and Trevor Franklin are the, are the three main characters. Yes, yes, yes. Good job, yeah. dude. Good job. So, yeah. um, yeah, so well, let's talk a little it, bit about, so. <laughs> um, I mean, just in terms of the hype leading up to the game, John, um, you know, I, if you remember about a week before the game came out, there was a lot of controversy about the amount of time that the Rockstar game developers had put into the game. Um, one of the Hanson um, Harmon Brothers, sorry, um, who uh, is the kind of lead writers and CEOs of Rockstar, said that, yeah, we've been putting 100-hour uh, weeks into the game and um, working a lot of late nights. And a lot of folks kind of took issue with that. I don't know if you They caught a lot that. of shit for that on Twitter. A bunch of people yeah. were attacking them saying, like, oh, you're overworking your employees and you're 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 running a you know a bunch of slave game developers and they're <laughs> exactly, doing yeah. lighting effects and shit and they miss their families and and then I think what was the response it was all the uh, all the developers were and all the employees of Rockstar they were saying like no we're we're like happy to yeah. do this we we believe in this game and this franchise and shit yeah they have as part of their contract I guess to work at Rockstar is uh, there's a social media uh, filter so they have to essentially. Um, uh, anything they post on social media is essentially observed. That's just part of the 
contract of the, I guess, employment there. And they lifted that. They said, you know, you guys can say whatever you want. If you don't like it here, let people know. And, yeah, the feedback was overwhelmingly positive. There's a couple guys who were like, yeah, you know, I've missed dinner with my family, but it's worth it kind of comments that came out of Rockstar New York. Um, I didn't know that, that they had a – I didn't know that they had a policy and that they lifted it. That's kind of cool. Yeah, they ha- yeah, it's and I guess it's pretty common in the tech industry. I I know a guy who works for Google up here in Boulder and he's same kind of deal as they just have a No, you don't. You're right. I made it up. Um, he works for Yahoo, but no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but they have the same kind of thing. It's just like a software thing that He works for Excite. Uh yeah, Netscape GeoCities. I think it's GeoCities actually. Netscape. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, here's the thing, um, dude. So after seeing the game, after seeing the game and the fact that there's 254 types of animals and the fact that, uh, your horse rides differently depending on the weather and the fact that I can see my long tailcoats tracks drag in the snow in chapter one, I really feel like their work was worth it. Like, I think they definitely put a lot of their heart and soul into this game. It's one of those situations where it doesn't matter what genre is your genre for video games. So if you're a MMORPG niner, whatever type of guy, or if you're only a strategy puzzle type of guy, or if you're only a first person shooter type of guy, uh, what's the latest stats? It's like 15 million copies in the first eight days of of its release or something. I mean, that is, it's pretty crazy. Um, it's definitely a phenomenon. I mean, you can't argue with it that like, like people that even normally maybe whatever the genre is that they're, they're a fan of, maybe there's even people that aren't playing games regularly on any kind of level that see, you know, that shit hit, uh, you know, clickbait, whatever, uh, you know, like, uh, headlines and shit and they're like oh shit i guess i should go get a console and play this new experience um it brings new people in you know i think we've all been waiting eight years for this game and it finally came out and uh i don't know about you man my initial uh, impressions were uh, uh for me um is i didn't know if i was gonna like arthur um you know i got I got really hooked into John Marston, and I really empathized with his position um, as as a dad that was trying to uh, just kind of settle down with his family and run a ranch and kind of live a good life and leave the past behind him. You know, I kind of uh, I really empathized with that and um, loved that story. So when I first saw Arthur in the trailers, I was like, I don't know, man, this guy's kind of pretty, and uh, he just seemed like a a middleman. He kind of is a middleman, and uh, a bit of a follower and then when I first started playing the game you kind of realize he's a he's definitely a bad guy and so um, a lot of your typical expectations of a game um, were kind of out the window you're not the top dude um, you're not a hero in disguise you know at least initially as you're as you're seeing everything kind of play out and uh, that at first was a little off-putting it was uh, I was like man all right we're gonna give it a shot uh, what was your uh, kind of initial thoughts as you kind of saw the trailers and were getting ready to play it for the first time well i was gonna say just for the listeners like you are a hundred percent on the campaign yeah i am at like 24 percent, something like that yeah 
So we've promised at the beginning of this podcast, like we're not going to like spoil stuff, you know, or we're not going to do any spoilers or anything like that, because I'm sure there's a, there's still a shitload of people that have not, you know, gone into chapter 19 or wherever you're at. I don't know how the game ends. Um, I'm not gonna say my, <laughs> my first impressions with <laughs> my first, <laughs> my first impressions with Arthur were like, uh, it just made me think of John Marston as like, he's kind of a scarred up skank, isn't he? He's kind of like the skanky <laughs> Uh, version of a of a westerner, you know, he's just like a little more uh, rock on the range and a little less Lilith fair. I don't know if that uh, <laughs> reference connects or not, but like, um, I like him. I think he's awesome. He reminds me of like uh, Harrison Ford, maybe, or uh, I don't know. He seems like a hero, and I love the um, the honor system that they have built into the game, so you can play good or bad. It's kind of whatever you want to do. Yeah but I'm very excited to see where the campaign goes and I like all the characters involved right now. And I think Dutch is a cool boss. You got to have some faith, Arthur. What's his deal? I have, I have no money. We need money. We need money. Do you want to go back to Blackwater? You You know, (laughs) (laughs) if you're, if you're listening, if, if anyone is listening to this podcast right now, um, you owe it to yourself to, follow red dead redemption two on uh, Reddit. Like the amount of entertainment I've, I've got off of uh, Reddit is, I mean, <laughs> I've spent oh, hours yeah, like watching fails. videos and just looking yeah. at memes. <laughs> it's so good. Awesome. Well, we're going to start breaking so down good. chapter, chapter one. Here we go. All of you get yourselves warm. Stay strong. Stay with me we ain't done yet come on Arthur alright we've got some work to do we ain't run into them yet so they both must have headed down the hill sure hey I ain't had time to ask what really went down back there on that boat we missed you that's what happened come on Hey, you need a horse? All right, so there you have it. Um, kind of the opening intro there, Creams. Um, you know, it opens up very much kind of like a scene from Hateful Eight. Um, and uh, we got what we think is a Western game, but we're in about three feet of snow. And uh, they are in a bit of a pickle. They're kind of stuck in this cabin, um, in this uh, abandoned little bit of a, it looks like a mining ghost town. And... Uh, they, they're kind of in a situation where they have to go out, look for help, look for food. Uh, I, I love that they just kind of dropped us right in it. Not wanted in Blackwater. Yeah, something definitely happened in Blackwater. Something involving a ferry and something involving uh, Dutch not sticking to the plan. What did you think of the kind of that, um, that, that opening up? Like your first mission is your, um, you go out and you uh, just search for some food. It's kind of a tutorial in disguise, I guess. I think I'm biased, man. I think as soon as the game started, I knew that my experience was in the hands of Rockstar and every game that I've played of theirs, I've only had a great time. And, uh, yeah, I I think I have a biased opinion. Um, I've seen like, there are people trying to pick at this game and not a lot of them. It's just because it's the internet and everyone has an opinion. Um, a lot of people complain about how slow the game is. And oh, yeah, I think it's intentional and I think it's for, yeah, well, I just think it's intentional and I think it's, um, for the, 
it's, it's that type of game. Like uh, it's kind of cool that, you know, if you want to go to a town that's across the map, you're going to ride your horse for a little while and some shit may happen along the way. And I look forward to that shit that happens along the way. I like uh, coming across some deer and hunting, you know, randomly or uh, a stranger mission. Um, so, so you've a hundred percented it. Like, um, have you come across the guy with the, he has like an issue with an, with an arm or something. And he, co- he just comes out onto the path and he's like holding his arm and it's all bloody. And he's, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. His name's Mickey. He's a, he's a war veteran, but he gets it amputated and you can go and you like take him to a town and oh, you get to watch yeah. the amputation. Have you done that? <laughs> yeah, dude. I okay. saw your game clip of it. Um, so like when, yeah. Yeah. So when that one happened, that was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is awesome. I did not account for the amount of time. And that was my intro to, do you say, do you say St. Dennis or St. Denise? Saint Denis. That's stupid. I'm not, I'm never going to say it like that. But anyways, I'm going to say St. Dennis for the, for the rest of the podcast. Anyways, okay. that was my intro to St. Dennis and it's a really cool town in yeah. the little, you know, what South, South East course portion of the uh, map there and uh uh yeah i had to pick that guy up and throw him on my horse and he had issues with his arm and then i went took him to the hospital and watched him watch him get his arm amputated that's not a spoiler that's just that that's just awesome and, I, and i've talked yeah. to another person i talked to another buddy of mine who um who is like you uh finished the main campaign and has a hundred percent of it and uh, he hasn't seen that yet, so that's why I asked, like, if you had come across well, that. Because I, I got some, some of those little side. Ooh, hit me. Um, well, <laughs> I don't. I I almost feel like talking about some of these. It could be spoilery for some people. Um, um, but I mean, don't do it. Don't do it. Well, I mean, don't do it. Like, don't spoil. It for me, I don't care about other people. As long as I've played it, I don't care. Well, but if okay. you spoil it for anyone listening to the podcast, they're dumb for not being at least twenty four percent by now. <laughs> um, well, I'm. I guess uh, one of the crazier things that happened to me was uh, I was uh, just dri- not driving, riding my horse, um, and uh, I go by this cabin, and I think it was on. I had a. You can drive a horse. You can drive. You can. Yeah. Yeah, horsepower, right? And uh, I'm going by this cabin. I think I had a like a deer or an elk or something. I was trying to get back to the the trapper, the trader guy, and uh, and this fat feller is on his porch, and he goes, "Hey, we don't get strangers around these parts. Why don't you come on in here and stick around for a while? We got dinner, dinner ready to go. Do you do you know who I'm talking about?" Stop. I've seen like parts of it online. Aren't they cannibals or something? Yeah, uh, well, there's a, it's just very creepy. So if you do have a fat feller try to call you in <laughs> from his porch, I highly recommend you uh, you see it through. There's a couple Ignore ways it can, you can, <laughs> it can play out, but just go with your gut. Um, um, so, uh, so, John, I got okay. some questions for you. So first question, uh, tell me the name of your horse. What's the name of your horse? My horse's name is Davy. Oh, in honor of uh, the Davy in that campaign. died in Blackwater. 
Uh, I don't know why I picked that name, but that's that's my horse's name and campaign. My um, so we haven't got into this yet, but the I mean, this is officially day two of the Red Dead online. Redemption Two yeah. um, online beta. My online horse's name is uh, Young Jake. Young Jake, I like it. Um, have you yeah. have you killed He's a, a good lot of boy. horses over the course of the game, or are you doing doing strong on keeping them keeping them um, healthy? I have yeah, all right. So I got the, I think I got some kind of pre-release bonus where I got a warhorse right out of the gate, and oh, right he on, is still yeah. alive. I've not yet, I've I've not yet killed a horse. Have you? Was it? Oh yeah. Did you instantly Definitely. like unplug your Xbox <laughs> and like avoid a a save or something? Or no, I think I think like a lot of folks, um, I was uh, very careful with my first horse. My first horse name was Limney, L I M N E Y. It's uh. Something my daughter calls uh, Seth. It's a dumb name. <laughs> she can't say Sethly, so she calls Seth Limney. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I have a three-year-old. It's not even his name, Sethly. For... Yeah, right? Um, so Limney was my horse, and uh, he was a thoroughbred. I think he was one of the free ones I got as well. Um, and I took real good care of Limney, man. I was brushing him at every stop. I was feeding him. Like, anytime things would slow down for a second, I'm going to give that dude an apple. Um I patted him <laughs> like I had. I took such good care of him, and I would say in four days, based on my achievements here, it looks like four days is when I got re- I reached maximum honor. Which I think the last ability is you can kind of do a drift kind of thing around corners, little little Tokyo horse drift around the some of the tighter corners. But what uh, is it? You hold X and you can kind of like sidestep. Yeah, you hold uh, left trigger and. Um, and tap X, and it kind of does like a sidestep thing. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so clearly, and then, uh, we should let the folks know we're playing on Xbox. We're a bunch of Xbox we douchebags. Yeah. We're those yeah. guys, you know. We're those guys. So anyway, Limney got hit by a train. Sorry, um, <laughs> it was it was uh, devastating. He, uh, we were in Saint Denis, and uh, and uh, you know when you when you ride a train, your horse will just kind of naturally follow behind. Saint Denis. <laughs> And my horse, uh, Limney, decided that he was going to get in front of the train on his own and just got plowed, like put into blood dust <laughs> into the wind. It was uh, it was so awesome that I wasn't really that upset, <laughs> but it was definitely definitely set me back. And since then, I've killed um, probably four or five horses in very silly ways. You just you just kill horses. That's your that's how you play Red Dead too. <laughs> Uh, Just go through horses. It's not on purpose. Uh, It's not on purpose. Uh, I think a lot of, like, when you're looking for treasure maps or you're um, looking for dinosaur bones, which is, uh, God, man, that takes some time. You do a lot of stuff up in the mountains. You've done so much more in this game than I have. I haven't, (laughs) I don't even know you could find dinosaur bones in this shit. Wow. Yeah, there's dinosaur bones, dream catchers, cigarette cards. There's a lot of collectibles you have to go about and gather up but yeah I'd, i've dropped a couple horses off of mountains and it's not that is that's then so you're the in the podcast, revenant <laughs> so the podcast is called red red i'm sorry rad dad redemption rad dad. yeah so how are how are you getting away like you just have like um A, a really great schedule for video gaming or something? Like how are you how are you oh. doing this? What is your schedule? <laughs> well, so, you know, you've got to sacrifice something. Um and for me it's been sleep, unfortunately. Got to sacrifice just, everything. 
<laughs> yeah, it's been sleep. I mean, I you know, uh, I I haven't ever had Lori be like, hey, you know, go watch the kids. I'm I gotta. Me and Arthur got some shit to do, you know. But well, uh, you got lucky. You got one of them wives that go to bed at seven thirty, eight o'clock, yeah, something like she that. Goes to bed like eight o'clock. Yeah. So I did. That definitely helps. So I can put in a couple few hours. Um, yeah. Every night, and then on uh, on weekends, so we take turns waking up. So this is good advice. So again, this pod, it's Brad Dad Redemption. It's not for dads. We just happen to be dads, and uh, um, we would like to. It be is rad for dads. dads. I mean, I think you're a pretty rad dad, but we would like we aim to be rad dads while still while still retaining um, some of our former glory, if you will, some of the things that we. Uh, I don't know, things we did as kids, Fuck, John, yeah. and things that we uh, really enjoy. And I think it's important for every human being to to balance out um, what that sacrifice looks like when it has, when you have a family, when you have kids. But um, for me, yeah, my wife goes to bed at 8 o'clock, and then we take turns on weekends. Um, so I get Friday night is my night to kind of stay up late, and then I get to sleep in Saturday. And then Lori gets um, Saturday night. She doesn't really <laughs> She doesn't really stay up late. She's definitely not a gamer um but she gets to sleep in on sunday your wife's so a I, nerd man you know, she reads like she reads like outlander and books and uh yeah <laughs> she, my wife yeah. stays up late and drinks in the dark so it's hard for me <laughs> to play video games <laughs> well yeah and so i mean for and i guess i but i think that that's I, important to mention that like you know the balance i think that's kind of what we're talking about with this podcast is like it's not just yeah. It's not just the the best Western video game on the market right now. It's video games in general, and exactly. um, you know if you're if you're a father, you understand the struggle. Every, all your friends who don't have kids are talking about all these games they're churning through. You know all the all the all the all the badass movies they're seeing, all the shit they're doing, and you're sitting over there with a couple you know very dependent human beings uh, just looking at you like, hey, where's the next? serving of macaroni and cheese. Uh, when can I get some more pigs in a blanket? And, and here you are. Hey, you know, I want to play red dead redemption too. God damn it. Where's, where's daddy's time. You know, I, I think it's important to just sort of, uh, you know, bring it up and talk to the other fathers out there. This is not a, this is not a rarity. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you know, I don't know. I've always been of the mindset of, uh, I think a lot of people expect, we're getting into this, man. I think a lot of people expect um, there's certain chapters in your life, and I think people anticipate major changes. And again, I'm speaking for myself. And so, um, if you look at things differently, we would love to hear about it. We're at Mixler, which is m i x l r dot com slash rad dad radio, um, and you can chat live with us right now. Ask yeah, questions. and every time we record an episode, we're gonna do it live. So, you know. Yep. Yeah, um, and it's just a chance for because I'm sure a lot of you guys have questions, and by no means are we experts, um, um, but we are. Yes, we're we living are. A, we're living. <laughs> we're rad, I guess. We're living a good life, I guess. And uh, I guess for me, <laughs> we, people anticipate like these critical changes, and they feel like, oh, everything must change. Like I'm gonna move in with my girlfriend. Um, maybe I'm gonna get married to this person. Um, I'm gonna have kids. Um, my kids are now in middle school. Like I think a lot of people expect, like. Oh, uh, time to time to go sell the old Xbox for that can of soup. You know, I got to dad up, but I think it's important to retain some.
sum of yourself and every one of your major life changes, that to hold on to the things that uh, really make you you. And I think for a lot of gentlemen out there, um, it's stuff. It's a tangible things. Like I know, John, you and I, we collect comic books and I love movies and um, um and video games. That's a big part of uh, just me being able to have some time where I can get inside my head and kind of un- unravel the day. And in a weird way, and I'd love to hear your opinion on this, dude, but I kind of think it makes me better at some of the, the harder life stuff to be able to have an outlet for for uh, stress and for life, you know? For sure. And I was actually just talking about this with our younger brother, his name is Jordash Shaquille, and he will be on the show eventually, I'm sure. And yeah, he, sure will. he was talking about, you know, how he's kind of getting serious with his wife about, you know, hey, I'm, I'm pulling rubbers off and I'm trying to have a kid soon. And I, I told him, hey, my best advice, and, I, and I've used this advice for other, you know, soon-to-be parents and all that, is, is that, you know, basically it's a slow evolution. It is not... It is not one of those things that happens overnight. Overnight, and I've had a beer, and uh, you know, basically, it's it's one of those things that uh, you know, it's not okay. We're pregnant, and you know, tomorrow I have to get my shit together and never play video games again, and never spend time, you know, goofing off with my friends and uh, drinking beer and going to the bowling alley and you know, whatever you're into. Um, it's absolutely, and I think by design. Um, I don't, I mean, like, like on an evolutionary level that, you know, it's one of those things where you, you have this time, you have this nine month period to kind of get your shit together. And then you also have all this time when the, the kid is new and you've had a child and the, the child is, you know, sleeping 17 hours a day and it's, and it's mostly once the mama and it's, I don't know. I think it's very easy to transition into the life of fatherhood and not only the life of fatherhood, but the life of being a rad father, you know, yeah. it's not hard to do. I think as long as you put a little love into it and, um, time management, that kind of shit, mm-hmm. like you said, you, you know, when you're, you know, when, when your wife is going to bed and you know, when you have your two or three hours, to be a douche and play video games. <laughs> you know what I mean? Exactly. And, you know, I mean, I even know guys, I know a couple of guys who have adopt, adopted kids and, um, and they talk about like, there's an intentional amount of time from the moment you are, uh, approved to adopt a kid before you get that kid. And that's on purpose. It's not, it's not an overnight thing like orphan Annie style <laughs> with a, with a cousin rooster sh- and, uh, and, uh, Bridget Peters showing up, singing a song and taking Annie away. You know, it's a, it it's takes a hard some time. life for me. <laughs> yeah. What was the song they sang? Uh, ah, who knows? Annie, I think it was hard knock life. Well, Yeah. I was thinking about that uh, with the uh, what's his name? The sun will come out tomorrow. Bet your bottom tomorrow. Till the sun will come out. Now sing it like Arthur. 
the sun will come out. And then when the he's sun around the campfire, <laughs> he doesn't know the words to everything, so he kind of mumbles along. Like, <laughs> Take away right, the cobwebs. Listen, Joel, let's get back to business. <laughs> anyway, I know folks who, Listen, uh, we are two <laughs> days into the online beta. <laughs> well, let me finish we my previous thought two days into the online beta for Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, you had a thought. Well, I was just saying, they, the adoptions agencies, they also give an intentional amount of time so that you can get your brain and life ready for that next step. So I fully agree with what you said. It is not an overnight thing, and uh, it is not abrupt. Yeah. But it is a change. It's a change. And uh, I think that's, again, going back to what this podcast is, is we are honoring and celebrating your redemption. Um, how are you going to redeem those young, youthful qualities you once had when you were just riding around slinging it? it? Had. <laughs> yeah, doing all those things, sleeping until 11 o'clock on a Sunday, drinking on a Monday, all that fun stuff. So um, Coffee is real. Coffee is, I think, part of the part of the rad dad toolkit. If you ask me, <laughs> absolutely, yeah, absolutely. We'll do a whole episode. Uh, maybe that's episode three or four where we just do the rad dad toolkit. Yeah, what's in your utility belt? Um, so listen, we got some questions yeah, from some, uh, some listeners here, Creamy. If you're if you're up for some, and then we can get into some uh, just final thoughts Ready. on campaign and online and all that. Um, so the first one is. Um, Listener Jordash Shaquille um, is uh, asking, "What is your favorite? <laughs> what's your favorite soup? What's your favorite soup? I know in the game we definitely eat a lot of stew. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, for me, I was just gonna say my favorite soup is probably uh, I'm, I'm a big sucker, and, and it might just be the white trash in me, but it's uh, um, the tomato soup with basil and oh, yeah. uh, and a nice grilled cheese sandwich on the side. Bingo." Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, that'll warm your bones on a cold wintry day. That's for sure. It's a classic. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we made about two pounds worth of mashed potatoes, um, and we couldn't get to our Thanksgiving destination because of a blizzard. Uh, we live in Colorado, um, so we're kind of in the West, I guess. Um, I'll probably talk about that a little bit more. But so Lori yeah. found a she found a recipe. Uh, that allows you to turn your mashed potatoes into potato soup, and it was awesome. So that right now is definitely my favorite soup there, Jordash. Do you have to cut up uh, potatoes so that there's some chunk to it, or? Uh, yeah, we did that. That just for some texture, so it wasn't like a porridge, really. But yeah, you gotta have was... some chunk in a potato soup, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, she put some uh, some chopped up potatoes and some onions in there. It was pretty good. A lot of garlic. Um, another question here. Uh, John Hill can't believe uh, that I've killed so many horses and he's never lost one and he called me a freak I think you're a freak I think uh, <laughs> uh, it's an important feeling to lose a horse in this game and I feel like you're playing the game right if you feel a little bummed or pissed off when, you're, when your horse dies for some stupid reason um, also, also yeah. let the record show that John Hill has logged more hours than you yes. or I or I think anyone on my friends list uh, on Xbox Live right now. I'm actually pulling it up right now. I can give I you the exact. Yeah, I mean, he is leading the pack. Oh, yeah. John's put in, oh, 119 hours. So I beat him by one hour. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but to put I have, this in perspective, I have like 20 hours in this game. It's so sad. Yeah, you got a day. You have 24 exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, Jordan's just saying he lost a horse uh, in a shootout. 
and died while he was reviving it. And, uh, <laughs> and I totally know that one, dude. And then you're sitting, dying, watching that black and white screen, hoping that when you come back, your horse is somehow still alive. <laughs> That's the worst. Uh, you're just whistling into the trees and into the breeze, hoping that some animal will come over the hill and... And then it doesn't, and you cry a little yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you uh, seen the Reddit videos where, like, Arthur, if you if you sit around for a while, like, he'll emote, like, he'll he'll actually like rub his eyes and like, like oh yeah, start getting emotional yeah. about a horse that dies. Have you seen that? Yeah, I've seen that. I'll see. Fuck in this kick, game, the level of detail—that's what I'm saying. Yeah, he'll kick the ground like, oh, he'll get all pissed off and kick at the dirt. Um, yeah, I think my dumbest way, Jordan. Uh, go off your point is uh, I was in a dead eye shootout with a gang. I, I, it was one of those gangs where kind of going through a bit of a valley and they jump you from the top of the valley, which is just awful. Cause uh, I was literally trying to shoot a hawk, like something stupid. And uh, this gang like, get them boys comes down the valley. <laughs> and I went into red dead. I, a red eye, my horse jumped. It got spooked, jumped, bucks me off. I get up, I go into red dead with my two, uh, uh, double, uh, double cattleman revolvers dead on and uh i'm shooting these guys in the head and as i'm shooting a guy in the head my horse goes in front of the dude and i shot my own horse in the head Ugh, oh my that one God. was slancha and i love that horse <laughs> slancha slancha um how about the random like just I'm trying to go through the woods or whatever and, and your horse just like trips on a rock and you eat shit. That's the funniest. Oh, I, I still I can't laugh. get over that. I laugh every time. Yeah. Um, Seth, um, uh, Seth Oglesby, Limney himself. Can we, talk, asked, can we talk about? Oh, one last question. Oh, go ahead. Okay? Um, he says. Uh, yeah, yeah, go ta- ahead. <laughs> talk about the uh, awful sounds that animals make as they're fading away. So I'm guessing he's referring to, like, a, a bad hunt. Like, uh, have you had that happen where you don't quite get a good shot on a deer? I have. <laughs> it's just screaming in the woods, bleeding everywhere. <laughs> yeah, I did it today online in the uh, the online beta. It was, like, a ram or something, and I came upon it, and it I thought it was dead. And I was about to skin it, and I went up wiggling around and screeching and stuff and i was like well mercy shot to the face get that oh, poor pelt <laughs> get that poor pelt son <laughs> oh had to what that poor pelt oh wow all right well cream i got some questions for you bud um so um which of the camp members um which of those camp members so that is definitely some 20 people i never thought i would get to know as well as we did um which yeah. one do you which one is a uh, like are you a big fan of right now well, like I said, I'm early in the game, so I probably haven't got to know them or, or do as many missions with them as you have right. at this point. But um, I'm kind of in love with, um, ah, damn it. it, what's her name, Abigail or fucking... Abigail Marston or Robinson, I guess, at that point, yeah. Is she is she the mother of that boy that you take fishing? Of Little Jack, yeah. Yeah, I think I want to I think I want to like fuck her in the game or something. I don't know how, if there's a way to do that or something, but I'd like to have a cut scene where I I take her boostier off and 
and then I put my, you know, I, you know, have make, make sex on yeah. her. I want to, I don't know. It's a thing I have. I, I see her. She's a pretty woman in the game. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, I just feel like, I feel like we have a connection. I recorded, yeah. I recorded a video. This was when I was still like my first two or three hours into the game. And I was just blown away at like how deep it all is and how, yeah. Oh my God, I'll never get to this because I'm a rad dad and I'm not playing red dead for 18 hours in a week or whatever. I get, I get just, just let the record show. I get about like a two, three hour, uh, maybe four hours. If I'm lucky, uh, video yeah. game, you know, like time a lot in, in a week, I would say, mm-hmm. you know, and that's sad. It's not a lot of time. Well, you know, uh, um, <laughs> is it Abigail? What's her name? It's Abigail. Well, soon to be Abigail Marston. Yeah. That's, uh, that's John Marston's. They get married. Mama. Well, you played Red Dead One, right? Or they are married. I did, well, but got, I don't remember she, a lot of it. I smoked a lot of weed back in two thousand and four. <laughs> well, like a nerd, I I played Red Dead One over the course of the summer just to kind of re reacquaint myself. But uh, wow, yeah, that's uh, that's John Marston's wife. <laughs> so, uh, but. Everything's uh, so, negative, I guess. Well, either way, <laughs> fuck Marston, right? Because um, my my guy, you know, he doesn't like Marston anyway. So I still yeah. wanna I still wanna bang his wife. Um, anyways, I was uh, I recorded a video and I just thought it was hilarious. Um, I sat down next to her at the campfire, and you know how you hold left trigger to focus on a character or it, really anything, and like then it pulls up your options uh, whether or not you want to greet or antagonize, yeah. um, you know that kind of stuff. And, uh, I, uh, I sat next, I sat next to her at the campfire and I just sit down and I just held left trigger for a long time and, and I didn't choose any of the options. And she just like kept making like all the animations she was doing was hilarious because she was like looking at me and then like looking away and then like rubbing her face and like, and and then (laughs) after a while, like, you know, what is it that you want? Why are you looking at me and all this? And I was just, I was getting such a kick out of that level of detail. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, not a lot of games do that. Like it's so predictable and you can see the game in the game. You know what I mean? Like you can see the designers cutting corners in a lot of video games. And in this game, you're surprised constantly, you know? Yeah. Um, I really like, um, I, I, Lenny, Lenny, I like Lenny a lot. Um, I, I, I think he's uh, is that the drunk a, priest guy? Uh, no, uh, this he is uh, he's the um, African American feller wears kind of a corn cob hat kind of thing. You can say black, probably. You can say black. I can say black. Okay, yeah, he's a black guy, and uh, he's uh. He's new to the gang as well. So I guess early on, I, I definitely identified with him because I was like, all right, well, he's kind of the every man in this situation. So maybe I can. Uh, and you go drinking with him. Oh, boy, do you ever. <laughs> you get uh, all kinds of drunk. That's a funny. That's an early, hilarious part of that game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I and even uh, characters refer to it later, like, uh, "Well, you know, you shouldn't have done it. You know what happens when you drink." So it's like something that uh, happens with Arthur <laughs> <laughs> frequently. I, I I take it. Yeah. Uh, uh, Seth online says he. Uh, I wish I could looks... go drinking with Arthur in real life. That would be fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, Seth says he likes Hosea, which I also like Hosea a lot. He seems like uh, a little bit of sanity amongst the gang there in the beginning. 
Seth fucking would say that. That sounds like a Seth Hosea. thing to say. Hey, Seth. Hosea. They say there's a big bear up the hill. You want to go uh, check it out with me? Do you remember? Do you remember? Wasn't there a Seth character from Red Dead Redemption One? Yeah, he was. Uh, wasn't he crazy? Much, wasn't he that like batshit crazy. crazy guy? Yeah, he uh, he dug up he dug up yeah. graves and and stole valuables off of bodies. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he got so he got. I'm gonna, uh, uh, I, as soon as like as that. soon as I saw that character, I always associated that with, yeah, Seth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I totally agree with that. Um, yeah, uh, and then so Joel, uh, I, listen. Yeah, go ahead. Can you hear me? Yeah. We gotta bring it up to. We gotta bring it full full bring circle, it full, man. man. Like so a, you, uh, like you anyone listen to this yesterday? I did. And he's pretty badass. I think he's cool looking. I think, uh, you know, I wasn't trying to make my character look like me. We're talking about Red Dead uh, Online. It just started uh, a day ago, the 28th, 27th, something like that, depending on what version you bought and how early you played. But, um, I I mean, I I had work to do earlier today, but I said, you know what, fuck it. I got to – the kid's napping. I'm a a dad. I'm a rad dad. I got to get on this – game i gotta try this out i gotta at least make my character next thing you know two hours later i'm three missions deep i'm fucking i'm killing people in the canyons and stuff i was over by amarillo i haven't even made it that far in the campaign so that was kind of cool just to even be over in that part of the map so fun i love it i'm so far i'm i'm addicted i'm very excited about like the future of online uh red dead you know yeah awesome yeah for sure i i uh I got on it on. Uh, there were some problems with launch, which I kind of expected. Um, if anyone was went through uh, the Grand Theft Auto Five launch, um, you kind of were primed and ready. Oh, Reddit was a mess. Everyone was bitching and moaning, like, "What's going on? Why is this happening?" Everyone was complaining. Everyone was crying on Reddit, and it was hilarious because a lot of the comments back were like, "This is a day into their public beta. Like, yeah, you can probably settle down and just." you know, relax and it'll, it'll work. Relax. Yeah. Know? And I, I think they were smart in calling it a beta too. Cause it definitely, I think softened some of the criticism that people had. Like I was, I was following mostly on Twitter because that's where rockstar support was giving the updates on kind of what was going on. And it was a pretty even mix of people being like, I took the day off work. I don't know why they sound like that, but I took the day off work for this shit. You're a and you dummy. Guys, <laughs> you You're can't a dummy. Get it working. Why did you call off work? You, idiot <laughs> i got lucky i had a doctor's appointment go to so work <laughs> i ended up being home anyway but <laughs> uh but so and then i found um some user just posted he's like hey guys clear your xbox cache and i went online and i looked that up and you had your vasectomy go real quick oh it's good i'm clean <laughs> no, no more balls no more the <laughs> balls are gone they shrunk up just like arthur would balls. slap you in the face <laughs> what's wrong with you boy um, no, no, uh, no, I, I reset, I basically did a hard reset on my Xbox. So I held the button down for like 30 seconds and it shut down and then I waited for like 30 seconds and then I turned it on and it worked. So I got on there with only about two hours worth of like, what the hell are you going on? And, uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, you kind of, I, I was definitely surprised you start off in like what seems like a single player, um, kind of story based mission. Um, 
you get rescued um, from a from a, a cart, and this isn't really. Uh, I don't think this is spoiler because it, you know, this is within the first five minutes of the game. But long story short, you get rescued, you get set up with a horse, and you get an outfit, and uh, and then you get a camp, and then from there it's kind of open world. The very first mission I do, I expect it to be like a story mission, and lo and behold, there's five random dudes, and that's when my heart started racing. I just totally got stoked because I've had this entire world to myself for hours for just me in the woods and me doing these you know very introspective type missions and now I get to share this experience with even if it's a random stranger it was exciting to just ride through the prairie and look over and be like that is skeleton 432 you know x riding alongside me you know it it was just such a really cool feeling yeah such a cool feeling that was um like so all right so for me it was just instantly i tried it and it worked so i don't know I, it was it was day 2 of the beta day two, i guess yeah they probably worked it worked instantly as soon as i tried it yeah today right yeah yeah so it worked fine for me um all right i, I have a question for you how long and be honest how long did yeah. you spend cuz i tend to like um kind of spend i don't know i spend way too much time doing this but anytime there's a character creation yeah. Like section. Uh, like how long did you spend creating your character? Be honest. Oh, probably 45 minutes. I'd say. All right. That's about where I was at. Yeah. About 30 minutes, 45 and minutes. I, so I, I went I back. Like, so after I got everything yeah. where I wanted it, I went back and I was like, Ooh, what if I just changed my eyes? And then, Ooh, that's where the nose came from. My guy is, yeah. uh, uh, he's called, he's called wild Johnny cream and he is the quickest gun in the West. <laughs> that sounds like a song. Uh, and it, if you fucking Johnny see cream, me online, you better watch cream, your ass. Come on over, get wild Johnny cream, wild Johnny cream, wild Johnny cream. Come on over, get some wild Johnny cream, cream for the babies and cream for the girls, cream for the boys and cream for the squirrels. Wild Johnny cream, wild Johnny cream. Come on cream. over and get your wild Johnny cream. <laughs> Johnny Cream, he's a wild boy. He'll kill you, boy, and then he'll kill your boy. I, I got no other lyrics. You did great on that. A round of Thanks. applause for uh, the, the Thanks, super buddy. shark, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> By the way, um, we should let everyone know, if anyone's listening to this, I'm sure there's three people. Um, uh, we had. If you uh, want to play with us on Xbox point. Live. Well, but I mean, just in, you know, who knows what podcasts do, and maybe we get our uh, Skype figured out, and maybe we... You get the latency figured out and get sound drops in and, you know, do, do, sure. do this fucking thing. This right. right. <laughs> uh, but, uh, sh- uh, should, should you, should you listen to this? I am uh, cream of Egbert. That's with spaces, cream of Egbert, E G B E R T. And, uh, my older brother, the, the wiser brother, Joel here uh, on the podcast, he is super shark on Xbox Live, uh, should you ever want to posse up or, or play with us on uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 online, we are, I mean, I, I, I'm i very excited. I'm very excited for this game. Yeah. I think I am going to play this for probably the next six months and not complain at all. Uh, yeah. And if you played fucking yeah. GTA 5, if you played GTA 5, you know Rockstar is going to, they're going to treat you right. They're going to do updates and you're not, they're not going to, you know, market them. You're going to just randomly see a drop and it's going to be called, you know, horse stunts or something. And they're going to install hot rod (laughs) circuits. And, you know, I'm I'm very excited. 
for the amount of gameplay that 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 will come long term from rockstar yeah yeah absolutely um and well let's talk through what's on there right now so Right now, they have. Um, there's only three game types that you um, can play um, that aren't what they call like world events. So there's a whole bunch of world events. Everything from fishing to hunting um, to uh, just kind of story-ish based missions, kind of similar to GTA Five Heist, where you know you would go into something and yeah. it kind of it fits into that larger kind of story of you escaping from jail. Why were you in jail? What happened? Who rescued you? You know all that fun stuff. Um, so they have a they have an online. They, they death, state death that you match. were. Uh, oh, they state yeah. that you were convicted uh, of murder, and it wasn't you. Yeah. So that's uh, you were framed. You were just a, a dirty-looking man in, in the pr- proximity. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, I'm. I'm the. I think it's gonna be great. Um, but they have two online modes. They have um, uh, what are called showdowns. So um, showdown is uh, for those that haven't played. This is exciting. It is like Red Dead's version of Battle Royale. Um, and there's a smaller version and a larger version of the game. Have you played the showdown mode yet, Creamy? No, the only one I played was like a uh, sheriff mission where I had to go and just basically take out a gang of outlaws, uh, grab a, a bounty and then take them, take him out of the canyon. I, I didn't play any proper like online, you know, like Slayer style shit. Yeah. Um but it sounds like, and again, we haven't played it, so we would love to hear from you guys if you have played it. But uh, you get um, a certain amount of cash as you start the showdown, and then you have to acquire weapons that then cost that money throughout the game. And then based on, the, I guess, the complexity of the weapon, you earn cash back throughout the game. So like, if you kill someone with a shotgun, you may not get as much money for that kill as if you killed someone with a bow and arrow or a tomahawk or a knife or something like that. So, um, and then it is once you run out of cash, then you are dead and, uh, it's last man standing. So, um, sounds pretty cool to me. I am I'm eager to give it a shot. The game modes I'm looking at are shootout and team shootout, right? Make it count. Most wanted hostile territory. Oh, wow. There's a lot. And name your weapon. Oh, yeah. wow. Maybe what I'm reading then is the name your weapon one. That's awesome. Well, so yeah, you're going to hear us talk a lot about in the kind of upcoming episodes. Uh, we'll kind of go into each of the different game modes and talk strategy and um, kind of key moments that we've experienced in those game modes. Um, and then, dude, they brought horse racing back. Um, and I can tell you this, I've played a lot of the game and there's very little horse racing compared to Red Dead 1. So that was pretty exciting dude, to see. I saw... Listen, some horses. I saw a tw- I saw a Twitcher earlier today doing like a horse race mode, and I am very excited to try this. Um, he was like punching dudes off the horse. Shut up! And you can pick up weapons and shoot at people. And and I know from Grand Theft Auto Five, you are the king of fucking shooting people during races. So I'm very nervous to play against you, the Super Shark. You're a real oh, wow. son of a bitch. I am. Well. We both are. <laughs> yeah. Um, you, know, yeah. you shoot so, tires out like it's, I don't know, like it's nothing. You know, I know where to go. I know where to aim them. John, uh, John Hill, the Golden Bear, loves it when uh, Proximity Mine shows up on the, on the track. So, you know, that's a, that's a super sharp okay, original. So right I got to tell this story real quick. There was a, 
a race that we were doing in Grand Theft Auto Five, and you, I don't know what you did, or I don't know how. I think you used cheat codes, but basically, you had like a <laughs> what? What's your level in Grand Theft Auto Five? You're like a uh, two fifty six or something. Shit. I'm a like what three, is it? I I'm a three forty nine right now. Oh fuck you! That's bullshit. That's uh, you use cheat codes. I'm pretty sure. But anyways, um, we were doing a race one day, and I was like second, I think, or third maybe. And I'm <laughs> you. You had enough time ahead of you in a race to park your car before you finished, place a proximity mine at the finish line, then finish first, and then <laughs> I came in like next. <laughs> And blew up before I could finish. And then I finished like eighth or ninth or some shit. You're a real yeah. asshole. And I love you for it. I don't know. You're a rat dad. <laughs> well, you know, in the spirit of Grand Theft Auto, I guess I was playing the game. But it is pretty shitty when that kind of stuff happens. So I'm just, I can't wait to, now that you can, I didn't even know you could kick people off horses and stuff. That sounds pretty awesome. So I'm he's like punch, he was like punching him. Like as long as you get along next to them and you hit B, you can punch a motherfucker off a horse. It's pretty awesome. That's awesome, dude. Oh man. That's got to suck too. Like, especially if you're in like second or something. Yeah. <laughs> to hit the ground rolling. Totally. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you okay so uh i guess tell me what what do you hope or what are some big vision creative things you think that they could or would add into the game wow that's a good question put me on the spot um well they already mentioned the battle royale mode which that to me seems like a perfect setting and you're limited by like 1800s technology and guns and all that. So that, that, that already seems really fun. Um, what else could they do? I got to think for a minute, man. Um, well, here, let me tell you what I think would be awesome. So, um, tell me yours. Yeah. Well, so without giving any spoilers, there is a lot of creepy shit that happens in the story mode. So, um, and I'll, I'm going to mix in some random things to not spoil it, but there are literally hints at werewolves, vampires, aliens, cults, uh, ghosts, um, the Grim Reaper. There's a lot of, like, paranormal, occulty kind of shit. Ooh. So my hope would be that Undead Nightmare is an event that happens every year, and then the whole world just gets wackadoo, and you get... I mean, how cool would it be to have flying horses and you're doing, like, instead of jet races in GTA Five, you're fucking on a, a Pegasus going through hoops in the sky or something like that. Or you get, a, you get a vampire curse that gives you all these abilities, but you can't come out during the daytime. Or um, I just think there's a you lot know, to do. I wouldn't put that. it past them, especially towards the end of the cycle, like as, towards the end of the online cycle, like especially like how they've done with Grand Theft Auto Five. like towards the end of the cycle, they really got nuts, you know, like... Oh yeah, closer to the release of Red Dead Redemption Two. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The stunt the stunt the stunt races and uh, oh, I mean now, John, if you haven't been on in a while, there's DeLoreans, there's flying cars, there's flying motorcycles, there's jetpacks, um, there's submarines. Yeah, the Transformer you know. series that they did, where you go from you know a, a whatever a, a flying car to a airplane to a jet ski yeah. to a dune buggy yeah. i mean Those that's awesome great. yeah so 
I, you know, they could easily do that kind of thing, that switcheroo kind of, I think it's called transformer type race in, in Red Dead, where you start off on foot, you end up on a horse, you end up on a better horse, maybe you end up in a mule <laughs> or something like that, and uh, you end up, uh, they, they, like, uh, they could add everything from hot air balloons to air, like, just based on the timeline, and there are hints. If I don't know how much of the newspapers you read when you're in the major cities, but there are hints at flying machines and um, you know uh, steam-powered cars. So uh, there's definitely the opportunity for some um, higher-powered type stuff to enter enter the game. I want Gatling guns to be involved, and I want trains to be involved in some sort of online multiplayer mode. Yeah, I, I imagine there'll be heist a lot of heist type modes that you can posse up and uh, rob a train together or rob a bank together. There is a territory mode that I haven't played yet that has me interested. Interested. It says uh, uh, work in teams to control the land, capture a territory to start um, racking up points. The team with the most points wins, or you or you can outright capture all territories. Like that oh, wow. sounds interesting to me because. The Grand Theft Auto engine and the uh, Red Dead Redemption engine is—it's very like uh, cover-based, you know. Like you kind of oh, have yeah. to—it's not a run-around, free-for-all, run-it shooter. Mm-hmm. It's grab your cover. It's a little more strategic than like a Halo or or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, and let's talk about that because uh, I I think that's a lot of complaints for. Um, you know, there might have been a lot of players, and I imagine this is true just based on the sales number, that have never played Grand Theft Auto. And Red Dead might be the first kind of big recent Rockstar game that they've played. And a lot of people are complaining about kind of the, the controls and that they're clunky. And, you know, you know, Arthur does... <laughs> like, if you're inside the general store or something like that, you're definitely knocking some stuff over and um, <laughs> tripping over things and well, getting stuck. it's in just places. different. And I remember Grand Theft Auto 4 like walking around like you kind of had to like steer your walking it was like yeah it wasn't just walking in a line and it wasn't just turning on a dime it was it's just their engine that they use it and and honestly it's more realistic like if you're a if you're a person walking around on a flat plane you, you don't instantly right you know 90 degree right angle turn and then sprint in a direction you yeah, you, you lumber that way. You know, your body has turn. weight. Yeah. Physics. Yeah, your legs have weight and you take steps and everything yeah. is like and I appreciate that cuz not a lot of games do that. And when you look at a third person perspective of your character doing that, especially if it's a first person game, it looks ridiculous because that's not how a human moves and I like that. It's um it's how they I mean they it's like an it's like um like an adaptation of how their cars operate, but for your body, you know, like you have to, yeah. like, I want to turn right up here. Okay. So I need to like hit right on the stick and uh-huh. do it in a time <laughs> that makes sense for when I would steer my body that way. It's like you're, you're uh, sort of, I don't 
I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I'm saying. Well, no, yeah, I know what you're saying. It's just uh, they've done such a good job of animating so many more frames than what you're going to see in a normal game. I, I guess the only other game I would compare it to is like The Witcher when it comes to the amount of frames that are animated. Like you're getting your gun out of the particular spot on your horse that you last put it. Yeah. You're reaching into the pockets of people that are on the ground when you loot them. You are putting your hand into a can of tobacco when you're putting in like a chew banger. Like you, it right. is, it, you're doing all, and I think the same thing goes for the movement. And for, for those that are frustrated, and I know Kevin on podcast right now um and and based on his stats that i'm looking at he still only played an hour of the game which means kevin did the mountain mission and said this is too slow for me um there's a couple things some people don't like open world games it's daunting to them you know have you heard that before with other gamers that like you get into an open world game and it's just there's so much to do what do i do first and um I like living in that world. I like the sandbox feel of it, you know, where yeah. I'm I'm doing a linear mission if I'm in that mission, but also while I'm doing that mission, anything could happen and my horse could run into a rock or I could find a dude who needs his arm sawed off. I think that's cool, you know. Well, and I think pace is important because <clears throat> it's not like your brain is taking in less Information. It's doing. It's taken in the same as a fast-paced racing game, um, and I think you just need to be in tune with that. And and like I was saying, a couple things are going to happen. A, you're going to get real used to the controls. So by the end of it, you're gonna you're gonna really just be fluid, and you're gonna know when to jump over stuff and when to move around things. And absolutely. Um, <laughs> unless you're me on a horse, you know. Outside of that, you're gonna do okay. Another thing is. Um, that yeah. pace is intentional. Especially and, a new horse. Yeah, oh well, yeah. The pace is intentional. So there, there's going to be times where if it's slow, it's meant to be slow. Um, in that first chapter, uh, just to go back a little bit, it is slow because you are meeting characters that are all pivotal to your story arc. Um, and you're, 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 you're going inside of the psyche of a person. And I think that's the last thing, John, is like, I've just never played a game where I've been inside the head of a character in the way that I have in this game. And I was telling Lori, my, my wife... My like only regret about doing this podcast is that I'm not playing Red Dead Online right now. Like, that's <laughs> the only bummer about this podcast is that I'm not pl- I'm not online right now leveling my dude up. What is well, your go. online uh, rank at this moment, Joel? Two. Really? Yeah, I've barely played. I think I've after I did my character, I probably played for another half hour. You puss! I'm at like level four or something. I thought you'd be already at you know eighteen or some shit. <laughs> no, I haven't. Um, How no, dare I, you? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't played as much as I'd like. But um, no, what I was saying though is like uh, probably because like, you're a rad dad. I am. A, I try to be. <laughs> it's also a week. It's weekday time. <laughs> it's know? all we can do. That's all we can yeah. do. <laughs> but, uh, like, I don't, I, I don't read a lot of books, but I can only compare this game to reading a really good yeah, book. Yeah, no shit. And, <laughs> and, like, just being in the character's head. <laughs> and I think there's a certain point where you kind of merge up with that character. And, um, yeah, I'm just excited to talk with you guys about it. And um, I think that's it. There's uh, no more questions uh, from our listeners there, Creamy. Is there any, any uh, final parting words you want to leave our listeners with? 
Um, I'm very excited for what online is going to bring. Um, I, I, I look at the amount of hours that, uh, you, me, uh, the golden bear, the ventrilofart, all of our cock crew has put into grand theft auto five. And I think we're going to like double those hours in red dead redemption two online. And I, I, I'm just, I'm just happy to know it's, it's very comforting for me to purchase a game and know that not only am I going to get 50 hours out of this, I'm going to get a hundred hours out of this. I'm going to get 150 hours out of this. And I know we're rad dads and I know we have sacrifices to make, but with a game like this, it's nice to know that you don't have to look forward to the next game. You don't have to wait for the next game. You know that you have the game that you, that you want and you know that you have the game that you're going to just dump hours into anytime you can, you know, plan a night, get your buddies on, talk some shit online, have some fun, grief, raid, heist, all of it, man. I, I mean, I couldn't be more excited for this game. And, yeah. and I think the wait is over, you know, it's here. It's it now, here. you know? Yep. And, uh, we picked a good time to start this podcast, podcast cream. Cause, um, yeah, we get to kind of follow the online as it goes, and um, we'll keep touching in on the on the story mode, just kind of following Cream's progress with it, um, chapter by chapter. We haven't even talked about chapter two, as you kind of make me sound like a handicap or something. <laughs> well, you know, you're doing your thing, man. You're a busy guy, hosting trivia and having a family and all that. But um, my, you, you, there's a lot of other people in and try to beat the game. Well, and and to put it in perspective, Cream, to make you not feel bad. Um, chapter three, only 40% of over 17 million players, um, have made it past chapter three, only 17. I have seen so many memes on Reddit. I've seen so many memes on Reddit that say like, you know, I'm, I'm in chapter two and I'm just been hunting. Like I haven't even (laughs) continued the story. So like, I don't, I don't feel that bad, you know? Yeah, yeah, don't and and only seventeen percent of players have completed the game. Um, less than one percent of players have one hundred percented the game. Like uh, in terms of all the different one hundred percent checklists. So um, yeah, yeah. I hope to one hundred percent. The part, our younger brother Jordan has mentioned that you know, like this is a game that it is deep, it is slow, it is artistic. It is well thought out. It is detailed and it will wait for you when you want to, when you want to finish chapter three, you can go in and do it. When you want to yeah. move on and finish the game, it is there waiting for you. And it has a, it has a great story. And probably as you know, a hundred percenting the campaign, uh, probably a lot of twists. I imagine like, were there some twists that you played that you were like, Holy shit, I did oh, not see boy. that coming. There's a, there's at least, yeah, there's a few, um, and I was going to say, there's also okay. like, um, if you think you're going to do everything, you're not going to, it's just, um, there's so much stuff out there, um, that, <clears throat> you know, there's stranger missions and there's just things that happen just because you're literally the right time of the day, the right weather of the day and the right part of the game. And they might just happen. I had one mission like that happen to me and, um, it was just crazy. I'm not going to talk about it. We'll kind of wait till a little later before we get yeah. into all the side missions. But let me just tell you, like, you do you. You do Arthur. You do Dutch. You do the gang. And uh, and uh, we're here to kind of hear all about it. And where can you tell us about it? Let me tell you. So we are Rad Dad Radio. 
And uh, right now we are Rad Dad Redemption. Eventually we're going to become other Rad Dad things, but Red Dead Redemption is kind of the thing to talk about. So just kind of stay with us on that. We'd love your suggestions on to if there's a movie to watch or if there's a game that you would like us to talk about, we would love to just go ahead and include that. You can go to facebook.com slash Rad Dad Redemption. And you can also find us on uh, on Mixler, and we will give a good heads up uh, as as to when we are going to be going live. But Mixler, which is spelled M-I-X-L-R dot com slash Rad Dad Radio, um, and then if you want to email us, you can email us at Rad Dad Radio One, the number one at Gmail dot com, and uh, we are uh, proud to be partnered and affiliated with Podcast Right Now. Do you want to talk a little bit about that, John? Yeah, if you go to, and I'm sure we'll set this up once we post the, this first episode or, you know, future episodes, but it's it's just podcastrightnow.com, uh, and there's links uh, for for everything on there, and, and uh, our boy uh, Carl will uh, will get a link set up for uh, this this podcast, and so basically this will be, yeah, and and I and I like the idea of. You know, not everyone on podcasts right now plays the same game. So this is nice uh, for me and you to kind of talk about something very specific and only uh, and only video games for an hour, an hour and a half each week. And uh, we're trying to make this a weekly podcast. Um, so if you want to support it, it's uh, it's podcastrightnow.com. And uh, we have a Patreon link and all that other stuff on there. So check that out. There's merchandise, all that stuff. We'll get some Rad Dad shirts uh, designed and put up on that uh, on that site as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, fuck, for me and the Super Shark, we're, we're happy to have you along. And uh, if you're a fan of the game... Whether or not you've impregnated a woman and that woman has uh, brought a child to birth, uh, you know we uh, we want you along with us. And uh, anything you'd like us to talk about or any um, you know, feedback or anything, we're wide we're wide open to. So uh, please let us know. Awesome. That's it, guys. Episode zero, our pilot, our beta, if you will, um, is in the can. And uh, beta pilot episode. Yeah, we'll be probably coming back at you sometime next week. Uh, so we'll give you a heads up on that. And then, again, you can uh, find us on most platforms at Rad Dad Radio. That's it. John, you want to play us out? We're working on a theme song, folks. Well, this, I was just, this is, you know, this, this is how the song Yeah, I'm, I'm going to record a theme song. <laughs> I don't know if I can do it now, but I'll try. I'll play a note. Okay. <laughs> I can hear it okay. Rad dad. It's not even the one. We'll, we'll, we'll clean it up. We'll clean it up in post. <laughs> we'll clean it up in post. All right, Creamy, give us your best. Model uh, tune on that bitch. Your best Arthur impression. Take us out. Well, boys, I just want to thank y'all for joining us, and uh, we hope you have a we hope you have an excellent time on Red Dead Online. And we just want you to know that you gotta have faith. All right, <laughs> this is more of a 
I guess you more gotta of a have Dutch impression, faith, but boys. damn it, Arthur, you got to have faith in us. All right. We have a yeah. plan. We need money. All right. I don't know what, how to get the money, but we need it. Arthur, have some yeah. goddamn faith. He went to Dutch on that one. <laughs> I don't know Dutch. I just think we need I went to Dutch. To I went full Dutch. We just got to stick to the plan, Dutch. It got Simple. hot in there. You might you might say it was a Dutch oven. <laughs> oh. <laughs> All right. All right. Later. Are you going to put get podcast right 1 over. Did it. I think I have to. Okay. I'll um I'll get online with you. All right. Bye everybody. Bye.